I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen overlords. Who? 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 Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey everybody, welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. And uh, fellas, let's uh, get right into it. Why waste any time? Let's talk about some movies we've seen. Don't you forget about me. Look my way, girl. Something breakfast. Movies we've seen. I had a dream with Ben in it the other night. Am I saying too much? Uh, you're not saying enough yet. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to you say might have too to, much. Might Andrew, a, get, Andrew, Andrew, get ready to bleep this out. Might possibly. be in a new segment I'll introduce later. Wow. Wet, okay. dream, wet dreams may come, I think is what I'm going to call it. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> uh, Robert, what movies have you seen? Let's see. Uh, I rewatched The Faculty. Classic. Uh, sci-fi uh, aliens taking over the town sci-fi what was that like early 2000s that's very uh late, very usher, late 90s usher uh usher um Clay Duvall. uh yeah Clay Duvall, uh you got josh hartnett uh, frodo frodo baggins you got yeah, josh frodo. hartnett um and Fomka john Jensen. stewart oh that's right john stewart john stewart's one of the teachers you got um uh patrick uh what's t1000 uh actor robert patrick Robert Patrick is his the football coach. There's it's like stacked. Like it's just crazy that the cast at the time was both people that were established and then like people that went on to have even bigger careers. So it just felt like it's just a fun it's a fun movie just for that. Mm -hmm. And then just the plot of them, you know, the misfits trying to uh outsmart the aliens taking over. Uh and Josh Hartnett making these this special drug in in pens and then people were snorting it. And that also ends up being the thing that can like dry out the aliens and reveal them. Good stuff. Um, very of the time. I think the practical alien effect is pretty cool when it's revealed, um, especially at the end, kind of the big, the big bad. Um, good stuff. I uh, enjoyed rewatching that. Uh, I also saw Speed Racer, which I probably watched last year, but we're talking about it on a film club coming up. I might watch it again before then because we're actually talking about it like early May. So I have like a couple of weeks. That movie just rules so hard. Yes, it really does. <laughs> it's a ma it's a masterpiece. It is. So it's, nice. it, there's just like nothing like it. Like it. It is. It is like a manga and anime at the same t like live action. It It's the way they transition like someone's face zooms across the screen and all the stuff happening behind them and actual, you know, actual like bright effects when he, uh, when he comes out of school in the starting and it like mm -hmm. snap zooms to his brother across the street. And it's just the most spy kids ass looking neighborhood with like <laughs> bright green and stuff. You're just like, what is this shit? But it just keeps going. And it's, it's so special. The other really funny cutaway is there's so much intensity when he goes to talk to Royalton and, and, about whether he's going to sign up for his company and have a contract. And then he kind of gets dressed down like you little idiot. If you don't take this, you're, you're never going to go anywhere. You're never going to be a racer cut to 
his little brother and the monkey on segways going crazy. <laughs> There's 1,000 people flying past them. It's the most ridiculous looking scene you've ever seen. They're like on a sugar high and like, and screaming. And it's like, and that's also in the middle of that intense scene where I was like, mm, that's the only thing I maybe would have like <laughs> finished that scene so and then cut to that. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's just part of the charm. And like that there, final race is so emotional. Yeah. It, it's, it's so beautiful. It's also a great way of cutting back to like previous scenes in like a smart way that is really like, it's important to remind you about all the themes that they've covered and, and like bring them all back to a head at the end. And man, I just, it's just the best. It's, it's funny because like you say that it commits quite a few faux pas, right? Like the, the spy kids look of everything. If you just see a clip of it or like maybe even a trailer, it's like why the why the hell would I bother with this movie? But it has so much heart. It, and but it and has it's so much it's cool it's the style though. It's not like mm -hmm. it doesn't look that way because it's like they didn't have the budget or it looks bad. That's not how they wanted it to turn out. It's like it's it is totally that. It's locked in. The racing all looks good too. Like it's so bright and even though it's frenetic, you can still tell what's happening. I mean, the only mm -hmm. part that's kind of confusing at the end is like Speed is using his little boosters to jump his car around, and he's and you know. He can he can like spin his car purposefully through other people, so it's just like crazy to see because we can't do that in real life. But um, man, it's just the best. If if either you haven't seen it in a while, you need to revisit it. If you haven't seen it at all, shame on you. Uh, anyone who's listening, go see it. Um, and then I think after that we turned on Goodfellas, just a classic, one of Jamie's favorite movies. Um, probably, hmm. It's in my top three Scorsese. It's it's so good. Scorsese also has so many hits. It's like, I feel like when I watch a Scorsese movie, it, it's almost like, feels like my favorite in, when, in the middle of it. So, um, yeah, really good shit. Uh, oh, I rewatched a newer... The, the, transition, huh? the transition from Speed Racer to Goodfellas is pretty funny because <laughs> like you're really excited about uh, Speed Racer and then you're like, and then we put on Goodfellas and uh, yeah... That's pr pretty good Scorsese, I would say. <laughs> I mean, it, but at least like it's established, like we know that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Goodfellas is like undeniable. It's, it's bullfrog. But I feel like there are people who like really do discount Speed Racer or they've never seen it because it's based. It, it has sure. no right to be as good as it is. I agree. But it's also the thing of like, that's a good property to go and take and try and adapt because yes, there's people who have a fondness for it, but it doesn't feel like. I hope that people who like the Speed Racer sh cartoon and stuff like that enjoy it too, because it, it's definitely an adaptation. It's changing, uh, you know, different stuff about it. But um, and here I am talking about it more. You know, it's just it's just special. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was trying to do by bringing this out because I love Speed Racer too. I like I don't think second. I'm I'm standing up and like like screaming like I am at the end of the race in. <laughs> Uh, speed racer as I am as the, at the end of the race in Goodfellas, yeah. where they you know, have that hot rod race through the Bronx. Um, it's just great. Uh, I re I watched. Um, I don't know if this is a this can't be the newest Guy Ritchie, but uh, the Gentleman, and this is Matthew McConaughey, and um, uh, Fudge. I'm gonna forget the name of the other. Oh, um, he was just in Banshees of Inisherin. He's so good. Colin, uh, Colin Farrell, who is like featured, like he's not in it a ton. Um, it was, all, I, I liked it all right. It was not as compelling to me as his other movie. I think my favorites of his are still Lockstock um, and Two Smoking Barrels and uh, Snatched. 
Have you um, seen the trailer for his new movie? Say what? Have you seen the trailer for his new movie? What's it's his like newest a, one? It's the it's like the interpreter or something. It's like it's a war movie, and it's about Jake Gyllenhaal like going back to Iraq. That, yeah, or that's why to... I think I was thinking of it. Um, and I have a buddy who I think maybe already saw it and, and rated it I, high in the oeuvre. That's interesting because I saw the trailer for it and the biggest like I was like I couldn't fucking believe this is a Guy Ritchie movie when it said directed by Guy Ritchie. I was just like this looks like nothing of his like current like his f- previous movies well the one I, I will probably never see of his that i'm just like what he directed that and it sounded bad and i don't really want to explore is uh the aladdin Kimar? the live action one he did aladdin i believe so <laughs> what yeah, I, I think so you want to double check i, I, I i'm I'll almost right certain that. that was one of his wow um and i've seen his king arthur which i think also had charlie punham who's in who's also in the gentleman um his and name is charlie i didn't like punham is that right? I don't know. It sounds dirty. You're absolutely right. It's Guy Ritchie. He also did the screenplay. Hmm. Fuck. Um, but yeah, I also, uh, I just want to like that this movie, its budget was 183 million. It made 1.054 billion and speed racer didn't make its budget of 120 million back. That's just, that's a, that sucks. It's a damn shame. And if there's, if they can like re-release movies where like Avatar can get more money towards its original box office, it's if it's re-released into theaters, like that needs to happen. I've said that before. They need to re-release even recent uh, movies in back into back into theaters, and especially something like Speed Racer deserves it. Like people would go Speed, out and drove droves. I think. I, it seems like people are enough. People have seen Speed Racer to understand that, like that it has more than it seemed to offer uh, and that it's a really fun movie to watch. And it, se- mm-hmm. it seems like it's gotten that cult following. <laughs> yeah. It, Cause it's like a, it's a subject that I'm not into cars and, uh, and it's got a really interesting style that can off put a lot of people, but <laughs> we don't need to slip back into speed racer. Should hey, be I love it. But whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched. Also, it's, it's Charlie Hunnam, not Hunnam. Hunnam. Oh, Punnam is like the like a Yiddish word for a face, right? Look at the Punnam on you or something. I think is it a face? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Charlie Hunnam. Uh, uh, it, it's weird formatting the gentleman too because it's like Charlie Hunnam being told by Hugh Grant kind of the story of the movie for most of the movie, <laughs> and it's sort of like meta in a way of like Hugh Grant is almost pitching it to him like a script. And it's like, now this is what would happen in a movie at this part, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and it is him kind of ultimately like trying to sell this story to someone at some point. Uh, it, it's it's odd. It was it, not my favorite. I liked it all right. But I, yeah, just, I wanted to get into another Guy Ritchie I hadn't seen. And it was, it was fine. Um, I watched, I've seen this before and I wanted to rewatch it and see if I, what I thought of it again, uh, Mortal Engines. Which is you've pitched us watching this like more than once. I might have. That's possible. Um, uh, it is. I wish it was better. It's frustrating because I've I've read the books in the past and I like them and I like the concept. It's a fun. If you guys don't know, it's like uh, basically like there's these energy weapons that go off all over the planet, you know, kind of in our time right now and destroys everything. And then from the ashes, people make their cities into giant driving vehicles, which seems very impractical once everything's been completely screwed. Like, oh, like London is a giant mobile city mm-hmm. and it's so big that it 
finds other small towns like driving around and gobbles them up and integrates their people into the town, but usually as labor and then like recycles all the stuff or steals the tech and uses it all to fuel itself and keep itself going, which I like. That's a cool concept. But um, it's just it's just trying to get too much done from that the book it's adapting into like, you know, a two hour kind of movie. And the main guy is such a snooze to me. I feel like they both of the main actors should have been a little bit younger. At least I think they read that way in the book. Maybe I'm, maybe that's just my reinterpretation, but he's just like a, he's just blah to me. Not a very good lead. And um, there's stuff that looks really good in it. uh, But yeah, just not great uh, overall. I, I wanted to revisit it and see, I was like, was it, did it, maybe I was harsh on it or maybe I was just being too critical because it was also closer to when I read the books. And yeah, it's just kind of meh. It's not as I, I wish it, it had been better, but what are you going to do? Um, and then last one I mentioned, wanted to mention was uh, I went to a bar last night and there was a thing going on called Kung Fu Grindhouse. And I guess they have previously posted up at bars over the last like 10 years, obviously took break during COVID um, and would play kind of like schlocky uh, Kung Fu Grindhouse movies and sci-fi and stuff. And they basically told us at the end of the night, like, we don't do this very often because we felt like we get all these suggestions for movies to watch with a group. We would watch them to see how the good they were. And so many of them are just blah or not very good that it's like draining because you're watching all these bad movies and then finally picking one that's good enough and then actually having a show. Um, I came for the second film, which was uh, where did my list go? Oh, sorry. Uh, Metamorphosis, the alien factor which sounds really bad just based i mean if i'm judging by the title but um it was pretty fun it was definitely something i would have not watched on my own i'm glad it was with a group of people um fun practical effects really gross like a guy gets bit by a little alien and then starts to become like a skin cocoon and then eventually becomes just this horrific shambling monster with like oh big just like a big long mouthful of teeth and and just like weird black eyes on the side it just looks like um kind of reminds me of like the sandworm from beetlejuice it's really gnarly um around what time is this movie made definitely 80s definitely 80s, 80s. Okay. um yeah it was good fun and and i was like just posted up with some random people just let me sit at their table and since it was packed house and they were kind of like oh we probably won't do anything for another six months because it's going to start getting so nice people aren't going to want to come inside and watch a movie and i was like i would but what are you going to do? Um, they also stopped it as soon as they had to go into a lab and swipe a card to get in. The movie stopped. And then from behind the curtain, they had closed this. The one of the hosts came in with a lab and he's like, you're all going to need clearance to watch the rest of the movie. So he <laughs> like went and handed out um, some cards. He had out uh, these like ID cards that you have to like scan from the movie from the Talos Corp and then gave us a little vial. That's of, like, COVID, dude. <laughs> I know, bro. It's like a little vial of like alien tissue sample. And he was like, do not try and eat or drink this. They didn't specify what it actually is. I think it's like a polymer. So it doesn't look actually slosh around. I think it's like set in there. But what a fun thing to do for like a random. It is fun. It does seem like too much effort (laughs) for like. I mean, if, if they really truly do it so infrequently, like I appreciate the effort for like this final kind of hurrah if it's not happening again until the just, fall for that much effort. It feels like the sort of thing that you shouldn't be able to just drop into on like a whim. You know what I mean? Like you should have like paid 
like sure a, you know, and, and it is and that's the other thing it's free yeah. i mean i'm sure it brings the money money into the restaurant because people are drinking and eating during it but yeah no you know you didn't i didn't have to give them five bucks to sit down and watch the actual movie and yeah pretty cool that you go home with like some merch and it was it was full too like every table had people at it so i mean i i'm i'm happy there was a good turnout and it made for a fun watch of a of a film like i said I, if i watched it on my own i'd probably be like Okay, and that was that. And I like the effects, but that was about it. But it was fun with a group, and we were all laughing. It was a good time. Uh, and that's the movies I've seen. Max? I've only seen one movie, uh, and it was a movie called I'm Totally Fine with Jillian uh, Bell. She loses a friend um, and partner in uh, in business before the movie starts mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she's kind of like um going to uh a place where they planned on on visiting together right and they're uh planning a, a party essentially when they get there um i'll spoil it because i'm not going to really <gasps> recommend recommend it to anyone but um her friend comes back but in the form of an alien who is possessing... sounds familiar, Robert. Uh, this sounds ridiculous. Uh, she <laughs> uh, metaf metamorphosizes, uh, and yeah, somebody came in and handed out cards. What that we the had to scan? No, what in the world? Wait, no, no. uh, it's no, it's only my movie. The, the friend that comes back talks in that, like weird alien voice like i really? don't know what's going on <laughs> throughout the entire movie what were you watching a yeah. power rangers movie <laughs> normal acting in the power rangers movie <laughs> i would i gotta say i would uh recommend power ranger movies before uh oh boy I'm totally fine well let's talk yeah. later <laughs> we will talk later uh but yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, they drop a ton of hints that the friend isn't actually there and she's kind of imagining it. But um, so awkward to have that friend talk like 80s TV mm. show uh, alien. Right. And just kind of a basic story about, you know, getting over your previous thoughts of a person and uh, letting them go. What? what? I don't know. I don't know. Why did they come back as an alien? Like, what, is it, what do they look like? Like a little gray alien? No, just like a just like their friend <laughs> used to look. So it's like an alien pretending to be their friend to help yeah, them get over it, their grief. So the, oh, I, okay. the idea is the alien uh, comes back, takes the form of their friend. Okay. So they won't be, you know, okay, no, this makes sense. By the, All right. by, the, <laughs> by the fact that it's an alien. Um it does yeah, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense at all. And later, you know, that Jillian Bell calls her out. Hey, that's cruel. Like taking the form of my friend. And there's really no. What is cruel? <laughs> exactly. But, and she's the idea is she's trying to uh, study humans for 48 hours. And that's the human they decide. I to love study watching in. grief. It's, I don't get it. The premise doesn't really work. The execution doesn't really work. I wouldn't recommend it. It's an odd movie. Jillian uh, Bell says, You want to see grief? Tune into season three of The Mandalorian. And hey, folks, if you love season three of The Mandalorian, you should check out our recaps on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Good Talks. Hey, we, didn't we unlock an episode about it as we well? We sure did. All right. This is some good transition <laughs> over to that product placement. Mando. Grief Karga. 
yeah, that's what I watched. It wasn't great. Don't watch it. Um, okay. What was it called again? So I can avoid I'm, it. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. You'll forget it uh, by the end of this episode. Parentheses alien friend movie. Yeah, exactly. You just search uh, Jillian Bell's. Uh, I still remember uh, Jillian Bell in, in uh, I'm thinking of the right actress, correct? She was in from Goosebumps. Goosebumps and Workaholics. Yeah. When yeah. she comes in the room, when you first meet her, and she's like, live from New York, it's your aunt or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, her um, her boyfriend is one of the workaholics in this movie. But he's only in it like over the phone and, and such. Oh, okay. Feels like a Blake role. Kind of a Tim Heidecker in uh, Wedding Crasher or uh, Wedding Crashers uh, Bridesmaids. You like see him on screen. He doesn't speak. He doesn't speak but yet. At I, st- all. I, yeah. I still laugh, and he's that's his one scene. Mm-hmm. He he's got some uh, uh, FaceTime thing, so you oh! see him and you hear him and everything. But it's like kind of a small role and not not really a comedic role. Which you great for dinner. Which workaholic is it? Uh, the curly hair one. Blake. Blake. Gotta that's be right. Blake. You called it. It's gotta be Blake. Yeah, I would have uh, I would have confirmed if I knew their names. <laughs> Big workaholics fan. <laughs> huge uh there's that one guy who's in everything including the uh anders Holmes. no the other one Demand. i think adam yeah adam. that's the guy yeah <laughs> i'm good at this really good. <laughs> yeah. what have you seen andrew uh i saw that thing you do the uh tom Dude, hanks you didn't, direct you, didn't thing you do you didn't see that thing i do i did i have a I have a few. Many spies have many eyes, Max. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Tom Hanks directed movie from the mid '90s, very fun. Um, Really, we were talking about uh, fake bands at one point, or you sent Mm -hmm. me an article about it. Was that had anything to do with that? Was yeah, we were we our little Monday movie club watched a couple movies based on that list, and that was one of them. Uh, Me me and Max have one too, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, movie club it's called movie club it's pretty exclusive so <laughs> yeah. anyway i'm not jealous it's just it was just the first you know. movie club that ever existed sorry uh robert why'd you watch speed racer again <laughs> oh ooh, actually that's a good point we should ta- start talking about speed racer <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah. uh it's yeah I, it evokes the the era that it's taking place in very well it's a very well-made movie apparently like there's a scene where um ethan embry is like they're like hearing their song on the radio for the first time and like classic Liv, scene in a band movie. I love that. Liv Tyler's like freaking out. And then she like gets Ethan Embry and they run into um, the store where is it Thomas, Thomas Everett Scott. Is that the name of the main guy? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it is. That's no, I think name. it's Thomas Hayden church. I think it's a Blake from workaholics. Um, <laughs> they run into, into the store that he's working in. And apparently this little detail was that uh, Ethan Embry, when he runs in, he like even though he's like running and he like wipes his feet, takes time to like wipe his shoes, because Tom Hanks said like you come up from a your character comes up from a military family. There's no way you would ever be raised in a in a household where you would never wipe your feet. And so like even though he's like ah like screaming, he still like runs in, wipes his feet really quick, and then like continues to like freak out. It's just like a very it takes like two seconds, but it was like a a very much like a detail thing that Ethan Embry's thing said on a uh, Twitter, but. Yeah, it's a fun great. movie. Song's fucking great. That best thing Tom Hanks ever did, that detail in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like uh young Colin Hanks is in it. I kept waiting for Chet Hanks to show up, but uh Oh god. Too bad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 
he's like doing a rap character too. he's the he's the rival uh artist and they're doing they're like a reggae oh band. no <laughs> too bad i think it might they may have deleted that scene it's it sounds good but i don't think mm-hmm. it um it's good i enjoyed it a lot and then uh last night we watched the first puss in boots movie hey how does it compare I actually think it was pretty good, but I don't think it compares to The Last Wish. The Last Wish, I think, is yeah. much better. Last Wish is like it's, it's its own category. Yeah, but I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I think it's fun. I, okay. I enjoyed it, and I had never seen it when I watched it, you know, a few months ago before mm-hmm. the other one. So yeah, there. I, Netflix just announced that they're making an Ultraman movie that's going to be three D and going to have like a similar across the style to this whole Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. What do, what do we call this style? What do what do other people call it? Everyone's I think it's I about. think it's probably I think you most would get it across by saying Spider Verse style. I think like that's just yeah. going to be the shorthand for a while. But I it I don't want it to be gimmicked into submission. Where like I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like it's because it works so well in Spider Verse, and then it did work well in Puss in Boots. That like I just hope it doesn't and you know like everything is going to get eventually used too much especially Mm -hmm. when it works but like i you know if like every fucking franchise decides to have their their spider-verse style animated thing it's just like okay like i mean at least it would look good but like the reason that it works for (laughs) spider-verse and puss in boots for me is because like there's that heart in there too right and it's 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 funny it's it's thoughtful and it and it also like looks awesome like those little missing frame bits and stuff. I keep imagining that it is going to be overdone and that I'm like, it's going to just take away. But so far, every movie that I've seen or or TV show that uh, cribs from Spider-Verse like benefits from it. Mm -hmm. And so like I would include in that arcane, I would include in that uh, the bad guys. Um, So I haven't seen that. I heard it's good though. Yeah, it it was pretty good, and the art is like one of the the finer points of it, right? Sure. Mitchell's versus the machines. Yes, that's great. Was, was fantastic. I think. I mean, that's done by the guys who did Enter the Spider Verse. the The next one, Across the Spider Verse, looks great. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer looks like it's going to be awesome. Like so far, nothing I've seen that's trying to take that style has been worse because of it and all, mm, sure. all the things have been better puss in boots i think like it's been an improvement to do that so we'll see maybe maybe ultraman will be the first one to really tank my opinion of into the spider-verse style but yeah i, I need to see this there's a trailer coming, for it already coming but so far it hasn't hit me yet this ultraman has a trailer don't look for it now it was it was weird to watch a puss in boots movie that felt more like a shrek yeah movie like just because of its animation style it has i mean like i I, it's been a while since i've seen a shrek movie but it does feel like the puss in boots franchise does kind of like at least from like a heart standpoint really does eclipse a the shrek movies but i don't think that's too wildly out of pocket to say the shrek movies are i mean i i like them but it's i you know they're not known for evoking a lot of like heartwarming moments I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't remember. That. I've only seen, I've really only seen the first one maybe. Um, but that had a little bit of like, believe in yourself and, yeah. and, and like, don't let, yeah, it's got some heart to it, it but stuff. that animation style is 
was more novel at the time and it looks more dated now. Like everything's mm-hmm. very kind of ugly in a certain way. And I, I'm, I'm personally happy that Puss in Boots has the updated style. Well, the, I mean, like, the people Puss- look a little samey, like everyone looks kind of pic- or, uh, Pixar-y or, you know what I mean? Like they all have a sort of similar, like everyone looks kind of young almost in a weird way. Uh, but I, but I really enjoy it. I thought the, the only character model that I really didn't like in the first Puss in Boots was, uh, Humpty Dumpty. I just thought like, I didn't really like the way he looked and that was, but Mm -hmm. otherwise, like I thought from a movie that was made in 2011, like it looks, it's held up pretty well. Sure. What did you want? Like a suit, like an even more realistic egg that was like cracked open. You could see the yolk sloshing around. It was like very like good, like effects in the liquid and stuff. You read my letterbox review. Hey, that's exactly what I said. I want that good. I want that. Make these changes, and it's a five-star movie. <laughs> um. Anyways, that's what I've seen for movies. Let's talk about some TV shows we've seen. <laughs> TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Uh, Robert, what have you seen? I don't know if I've really seen much tv since we last talked i'm still trying to catch digman episodes digman episodes uh when they're free on comedy central uh very you know maybe i shouldn't complain too much but you can watch them for free at some point but there's ads which fine but if you leave the window to go to like something else while Mm -hmm. the ad's running it stops and it's like nope you have to the ad is only running when you're watching it it's like ooh, that's that's sneaky But again, you're, you're getting the episodes for free, so I'll I'll take it. What did you just say? He, co- he called you a criminal. Criminal. He said you should he should pay Comedy Central to watch on their app. Is what he said. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm really getting one trying. over on them using their website to watch the episode that they release for free. Got him. Um, I just can't believe you would try and not watch an ad. I know those things are the best part. Uh, I, I sort of by proxy am hearing about love is blind stuff from Jamie because she's currently watching that the reality Seattle show, season. but I can't speak to it, uh, with any amount of, uh, certainty because I, you know, don't really know the people's names and stuff like that. Not really. I used to love reality TV shows and that was kind of back in the day, earlier MTV stuff with road rules and real world and some schlocky stuff. And it is very funny that we are truly at a time now where the, reality shows that they kind of made up on the Simpsons that are like ridiculous or whatever are like actual shows. Now that's just where we're mm-hmm. at. So this is me saying, ah, the future's weird. Um, so yeah, not, a, not a whole ton of TV for me right now. Max. Uh, I finished off beef. Oh yeah. Amy Wong, Steven Young. And, uh, it's, it's good. Uh, I recommend it. It's tense, I feel like, throughout. It's like kind of nerve-wracking to watch because there are a lot of people making bad decisions that mm-hmm. you can tell are really bad decisions. And like as soon as something kind of settles and you feel like, oh, okay, this they're turning a new leaf, it just like immediately bomb like everything, you mm-hmm. know, destroy all of their life. And so it's it's good though. I, I like it. I, I recommend it. And it's kind of amazing how many things come back. Like uh like little one off comments will or or just like a tiny little scene will then be referenced later or will, you know, explain wh- why something happens in the future. Hmm. So 
It's kind of neat. How many episodes? How, how many is it in the full season? How many episodes? That's a good question. I would say around eight-ish, maybe, probably. But I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't have it in front of me. Well, I've heard, I've heard good things, so I might check it out. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, I also watched some more episodes of Jedi Temple Challenge with um, Ahmed Best, the actor who played Jar Jar, playing another role in Star Wars <laughs> as a um, a teacher of jedi kids but it's basically just i feel like i've talked about this before but i never explained what the show was and it's like uh isn't it kind of like legends Legend, of the hidden yeah, temple legends of the hidden temple where you have like uh teams of kids that face off against each other in these obstacle courses or like little puzzles and stuff like that yeah yeah and uh it's it's the cute. purple jedis but- the silver sith yeah. <laughs> you lost you have to get eaten by the rancor the <laughs> green rodians <laughs> They should have done names like that. I think it would be would have been way too close. So they just call them like Orange Team, Purple Team, and Blue Team. What in the world? Oh, come, come on. on. I know. That's a little lame, but... Uh, you have a million Star Wars names and like races and things like that. I mean, I guess it would be problematic if you were called like, you know, like the Red Rodians. And they're like, hey, what the fuck? Like, no. <laughs> we're people. <laughs> you can't just... Uh, just name after droids. No one gives a shit about those. Holy that's shit. Robert. Wipe their memory whenever you want. There are a couple of droids in there. The the main, the like protocol droid is pretty funny. I recommend it. It's kind of like, um, it's cute, like old enough is. Where know? does it like air? It airs on YouTube. It doesn't air anymore. Uh, it aired once in the past and you can watch oh, it. Oh yeah, on- isn't Mary Holland the protocol droid or one of the droids? I don't know. It's I'm pretty possible. sure she is. I think she, I think she is. Yeah. Uh, I like um, her and Ahmed Best, like, ad-libbing as the kids go through stuff and making stuff up. But er- everything is, like, in the Star Wars canon thing. Sure. But, in like, in the first episode, um, they have the doors that open and the steam comes out, you know, like the psh. And, uh, and she apologizes. She's like, oop, excuse me. No, that was just the door, not me. <laughs> you're right. It was, oh it was Mary Holland. You're right. Starting with a fart joke. God. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. Sam Witwer also in the in this. Really? Really? As Yoda? The dark side voice. As oh, Star He's Star Killer. He shows up and he's like, time to kill some Padawans. <laughs> yeah. At the end, like, that's, oh. that's what you get if you win. You get destroyed by mm-hmm. Anakin. Um Yeah, so that's fun. I haven't watched them all yet, but they're pretty good. I also have been uh, starting up new seasons of things that haven't completed yet. Oh, wait, not yet. Abbott Elementary. This one is complete. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that it hadn't uh, completed twice now, but uh, I think I finally watched the last episode. It was the 22-episode 20, <laughs> season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird to me. That's a standard. That's, Some seasons were like that. That's a standard oh. television season. I thought 23 yeah. was standard. Unless you're like from across the pond or something, you... Isn't twenty three the standard big one? I think like eight, tw- it's like somewhere like anywhere between twenty and like twenty five is like you can. That's like a normal season order. But then for streaming, it's like eight, eight or thirteen eight to twelve. Streaming yeah. seems like eight to ten sometimes. It's random, and also like longer episodes and or mm. like random like they're not all going to be uniform one hour or whatever. So, anyways, Abbott Elementary watched twenty two episodes. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's weird that Vince Staples is in it sometimes 
he's like a, a rapper. He did the uh, one of the like songs for um, the trailer of Black Panther. I think the sequel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's he in Abbott? He plays Maurice, um, the not love interest. Uh, so like, um, I'm forgetting names now. Why am I forgetting the the friend of oh he's he's gregory's friend who gregory's who, friend yes yeah, exactly. yeah 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 okay janine ends up yes. dating yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's him okay and now i get into the shows that have started but haven't fully come out so um it's kind of annoying because i want to just watch all of them uh barry which is in its final only- season yeah, I've only watched the one episode. So far, so good. I like it. Uh, it wasn't too funny. It's more, I think, getting into seriousness, the uh, like impact of Barry's actions. But we'll see. Uh, and then I've also been watching Ted Lasso, which has been all right, I would say. Uh, how about you, Andrew? What have you seen? Uh, I started watching The Legend of Vox Machina on Prime. Mm. Mm, I started that at one point. I think it's fun. I was a little worried and potentially turned off right away because it felt a little... Whenever, like, something of this ilk starts off with, like, barfing and blood and stuff, I'm like, is this going to be, like, too edgelordy for me? And I was like... That was my vibe at first, too. And, like, I think, like, by the end of the first episode, they let you kind of they ease off it a little bit and it's, it, you know, like shows that it's like a good show with like good writing and hard and all that stuff. So like, even though at first I was like, God, am I going to enjoy this at all? Cause it's like, you know, they have like a series of heroes and they just get like fucking eviscerated by a dragon in like really violent manner. I was just like, I don't know. Like I, and it, to me, like I researched it a little bit and found out that I thought it, just assumed it was the same studio that did invincible but it's two different studios it looks really similar and the fact that like these people are just getting like bloody like bloody eviscerated i was like must must be the same people but nah different different folks but yeah and i think it's i don't know if i'm if if you know this or not or maybe i'm correct but uh, incorrect but um I think there is like a D&D group or a podcast yeah. or a show or something that this is all based on, Critical right? It's like role. their campaign. Yeah. Critical role. Yeah, okay. It's all the people who do voices for the show, that is, it is their like YouTube group that does it. Yeah, play uh, series or whatever. Yeah, which is cool. And I, like, I won't say anything because it's probably is further on, but like, I watched a clip where like someone's character uh, stopped uh, being their character uh, and they like, didn't realize like when they got, took a hit that they like didn't have enough hit points to like survive it. And it was just mm-hmm. like, crazy to see someone realize that their character was like going away, like in the middle of their game. And then even crazier to then see like the footage of it recreated in the show. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. So mild spoiler, someone perishes. No, don't say, yeah, it's, I think it's like, I, I do want to keep watching it, especially like, you know, like I said, towards the end of it, I was a little more heartened that it's not just like, yeah, look, we did these fucking cartoon characters and you know, just it, it started off a little. Like uh, yeah, said, they get a little raunchy when they go to the bar. <laughs> um, and then I've been watching Chuck, rewatching Chuck, because I don't yeah. think I finished it. So I, I'm now in the fourth season where I think I had originally kind of dropped off the show. So I've got another season and that's, a half to. 
That's the one starring uh, Shazam and Shazam uh, Miranda and, Lawson. Yeah. Shazam and Miranda and uh, Jane from Firefly. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I was really re- like remembering why I liked the show to begin with, and then I'm starting to see why I maybe fell off a little bit towards the... <laughs> In the fourth season, but I think I'll stick around. Just, you know, it's streaming, so it's easy. And, like, the fifth season's only, like, a 12 or 13 episodes instead of the, the normal 22 to 23 episode order. Yeah, that's a really standard order that most people know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's fun. I'll keep watching. And um, I'll, I'll check back in when I finish the series. Thank you so much. And I'm even more excited for that reason that uh, when you guys eventually see the Dungeons and Dragons movie, especially if you're on that D and D shit. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait a second. Did did you say you're gonna chuck back in? I did not, but I did. I'll edit. I'll edit it so that I do, and then I'll edit you asking. <laughs> right. so let's get a clean yeah. point right here. And next time, I'll chuck back in with you. <laughs> ah! Wow. <laughs> oh, that's Damn. a good one. This is going out. I mean, this might have to be. Hey, and then this is a free episode. We have to make it really free. Put it on everyone's phone automatically or something. This is good shit. <laughs> we do have Amber a alert. YouTube technology. Amber alert. <laughs> everyone's more like, ee, and then you look like, gentlemen, overlook. what the fuck is it? <laughs> they made a really good joke. All right, guys. <laughs> Check it out. Let's, touch, <laughs> let's talk about the movie we all watched. Power Rangers was the fucking subtitle. Mighty Once Morphin Power always. Rangers. Once and always. Once and always. Once and always. Hooray. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Once and Always streaming on Netflix. Um, Before we get into spoilers for this. Can you call this a movie? <laughs> it's 55 minutes so it's 55 like, minutes which doesn't mean it's not a movie but it does feel more like it's like a netflix special it feels like an overlong episode yeah in so my opinion would you recommend people watch mighty Morphin power rangers once and always on netflix mm, i think if you are a completionist or you're you are just that was just your shit when you were a kid was the power rangers especially the original Power Rangers first and maybe first and second season because there's a couple people that are season two folks. Um, then I would say to to check it out, but for me it wasn't quite the trip down memory lane I thought it might might be. But we'll we'll talk about it. Max, what about you? I think I might fall into that category of like, was Power Rangers your shit back in the day? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it was, and I like this quite a bit. Yeah, I would recommend it to people like me who were really into Power Rangers at one point in their life. Um, How about I, you, Andrew? I would like to say that while I was watching this movie, I was sent an article by a friend. The article's headline, Keep Your Memories, Kill Your Nostalgia. And I just thought that that was a very um, apropos. And you said, hey, I'm watching a movie. It's 55 minutes, but don't don't text me when <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this. Please show some respect. <laughs> yeah. I did say, just for irony's sake, I will read this once I finish watching the Power Rangers movie on Netflix. So, um, can I recommend people watch this movie? I also was a, I was a Power Rangers kid. I had the toys. I fucking love Power Rangers. I don't think I can recommend this. I, um, 
there's there's some charm to it that like the the Billy actor has maybe not acted since Power Rangers or something because his line reads are boy. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, they're a little Every, rough for sure. Everyone's a little stilted in. But my like, that's opinion. kind of the charm. That's, that's kind Except of the charm. Zach. That's kind of the charm, right? Is that it's like it's it's kind of you know like it's it's not refined. Every if it was joke, like Michael Bay style shots and like overly serious and like and like but like yeah and they were like doing it was too much that it is it is it it feels lined up with the show which is itself probably pretty dated and and stilted if you go but back, like the so. the mm-hmm. I think like the the thing that like really like struck me is they kill one of them right away and so yeah. I w- I was like the I it felt like they were trying to set a a precedent of hey just so you know. The St. Joe Grandmother's Power Rangers, we kill in this one. And, you know, like, I I did appreciate, by the way, that, <clears throat> like, the, the Trini actor did die in real life. Yes, she passed and away. And same with the Tommy actor. But the, the Trini actor, they kill immediately. But then the, the Tommy actor, they just kind of, the character, at least, they just sideline so, for the entire movie so to- yeah tommy, i thought that was the weird tommy, the tommy actor hadn't passed away at the time they filmed this oh really yeah and he because oh. he, he died like last year he yeah he yeah. Ha- didn't agree to be in this one and so that's what was going on there and why they didn't do more of a tribute to it they they have his picture at the end yeah but during the filming of it he was alive <clears throat> and i think he was contacted about it but i believe he was working on other stuff other stuff and, and, and he just was not in a good place. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm not sure there, I think there was some behind the scenes stuff that possibly uh, him and uh, Billy didn't get along very well. Mm-hmm. I say Billy, his name's not actually Billy. What, what is that? Is it Tommy is it like, Yost or something? Yeah. David Yost or something. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And he's playing, Billy Cranston, who is his last name is na- actually named after Brian Cranston because he was like a friend of Haim Saban or something like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What? And that's why uh, Brian Cranston plays Zordon in the like when they tried to reboot the Power Rangers. Oh, oh right. that's right. Yeah, you got to know all this stuff. It's the I can. Yeah, tell there are you little there are little Power things Rangers in it where they're like, "Hey, but, don't you remember this thing from the show?" And I was like, "I don't. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about." There were some things when it when it got later on, and they were talking about Power Rangers in space and stuff, where I was like, "I don't know what this is all about." Yeah, and, and it was like the Pink Ranger and the Green Ranger that like, uh, I don't, are you Australian Pink Ranger? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember her, what season they get the Pink Australian Ranger, but uh, I thought that was weird. Her accent really comes and goes in this in this movie, and <laughs> just like. Yeah. yeah, there are certain I, lines where it's like she is Australian, right? But then like she delivers other lines where it's just like is, I yeah, it, it was hard to tell if she yeah. was trying to act with an American accent or what. I'm debating she's whether probably, she's probably actually from New Zealand and really hates us. Now that you know, I know she's listening, but um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> big regular listener. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't look it up. Um, th- that was another thing where like they show Alpha, they show Alpha Five. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, Alpha 5. I remember this guy. And he's like, I'm Alpha 9. And I was like, how many? F- where? Well, how do we lose four other? What happened? Like, I didn't. Well, they showed like, what happened what? to one of them. Yes, I know. But I was just like, I was like, oh, OK. I guess there's been multiple iterations. And like, I haven't checked in in a little while. It is also funny to me that there's a part in the movie where off screen, a bunch of other Power Rangers are captured for Rita's machine. 
And like they're all different generations of Rangers from other series, but like we never see them in costume fighting or doing anything. It's just they appear I, as little action figures. I feel like that was probably the last 30 minutes of this movie that uh, didn't happen. And that's why it's 55 minutes mm-hmm. instead of like a movie length is that maybe they planned on having a big fight where some of those guys ca- came back. And instead, they did the CGI Megazord I, fight. I wonder if they, because they, they very much leave this movie open for more. Because at the end, you know, we're just kind of jumping around, but Billy just goes, maybe we do find Zordon. And it's just like, so like, mm-hmm. I think they they kind of left it open for like, if this doesn't really do well, then like it's a fun little shot of nostalgia for people who love this. But if it does pretty well for us, then maybe we can like open the door to do like a big team up movie. Maybe some of the actors do come back, you know, like didn't they do a big red Ranger? All, all the red Rangers showed up in an episode. Max, wasn't that a thing at one point? Uh, when we're not talking about like the, the original release and the like, Back in the day, I don't really. You know. don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, it sounds familiar that there was like a big Red Ranger thing coming back, but really, I'm I'm just a fan of the time frame of the first couple seasons. Right. Of I this. think Same. like I think for me, I stopped watching maybe the season after the first movie. Yeah, I think that's me too. I loved the movies as a kid. Me too. And I was a little disappointed to tell you the truth. The movie. Yeah. It's not like they, amazing, they but I, it was just a crazy CG to see the. Well, that's actually something I was going to mention. Maybe you'll disagree based on that comment. I didn't think the CG looked very good in the old movie. And I'm sure if I went back, I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. But that's I feel like it probably has a charm for the time. I didn't think the CG of the Zords in this one looked very good at all. It looked it awful. Was, it was terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. So and I was far. like, they they should have had the people in the costumes. You're you're already in yeah. like on a big moon set. So it doesn't matter. Right. They didn't have to build anything else, really. They really just needed guys in costumes slugging it out. I was bummed Agreed. that they went all CG and it didn't look. The other good. thing that the other thing that really bummed me out was they bring back Rita Repulsa, and like, where's Goldar? Like, where are the the minions from the from the TV show of that era where it's like Goldar? Hey, yeah, like Ranger. I couldn't tell if these if the snake guy and the Minotaur guy were like were those like main henchmen of a, of one series, and they were like, I, she's like, I reconstructed them with like metal, and I was like. So there was like other versions of them where they didn't look like this or are these original? Like, I don't know who, like, I didn't know who they were. Right. I felt like there were, there were iconic Power Ranger villains. Goldar is so iconic. Right. Yeah. Like, I just don't know why you don't bring him back. Like, instead you're like Minotaur and like whatever the snake guy's name was. The snake guy had a really weird name. It was like Slither- Slytherin. Slytherin. Was, yeah, Slytherin. Um, it, no, it just sounded like a dirty word or something. It was very weird. Snizzer. It was punum. Yeah, snizzer. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I didn't like that he had, like, the OP power of, like, if he, if you touched his hand, you got paralyzed immediately, and then he could shoot shrink snakes you, onto you. Shrink you into action figures with snakes. He was, like, more powerful than Rita Repulsa, it well, seemed like. Well, he was kind of, he was, like, the, the main antagonist for them to defeat with the Zord. Like, it, you know... She gets kind of like corpsed pretty quickly, even though she ends up coming back. But like, she's basically like she almost feels like the the henchman to him. Mm-hmm. What do you think of her getting the uh, the Frieza treatment where she comes back metalized? Well, that that, that actress also passed away, right? The well, yeah, I, I I don't think she was a spring chicken when the show first came out, so I'm not shocked right. that they that they kind of pivoted like that. 
Um, I feel like they had a couple actresses who played Rita, but I could be wrong about that. that like they had a, a younger actress come in and, and play maybe, or maybe there was like a, later. maybe they had like a relative of Rita's ends up being the big bad. I, I mean, like I, I think they had the or, original Japanese actress, right? Yeah, sure. In that show. And then when they started, when Power Rangers is a thing, rather than like the the Sentai stuff that came over from Japan caught on, and they were like, we're actually going to have to introduce Rita into like some of the Angel Grove stuff, rather than just when they go to fight big monsters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then they got an actress to play Rita. I could be wrong about that, but like, I don't know if, if she's still with us today or not but i think it, it's kind of like the hokiness of just yeah make it robo rita I, mm. they all seem to have robo fun rita. every single time they said robo rita any line with robo rita in it just sounds it like a themed like, drink at like it's like a a space themed uh <laughs> like if you went Mexican to bar. if you went to the cantina at star wars land there'd be a robo rita would be mm-hmm. served to you by a protocol 28 dollars <laughs> <laughs> it's actually alcohol free um I, yeah, just like it was, it was very odd. I, you know what? Justice for Ivan Ooze, my man from the movie. He should have been. They should have brought him back. Am I wrong? Oh Isn't the movie not canon? I don't believe so because Ivan Ooze is the only one. He's he's only in that movie. He never makes like an appearance. I don't believe in the shows. I mean, mm. all the seasons they've put out, it's possible they've alluded to him, but they don't quite get the powers the same way as they do in the ninja version of the show which was like the second kind of iteration of power rangers first one is dinosaurs second one is like the ninja powers and they get like different animals Mm -hmm. um and i'm pretty sure that like because of that like the show has them get it a different way there's no ivan ooze connection there's no uh the the woman they meet on like the mysterious planet who's kind of like a a savage woman who helps them was originally a marishka hargitay Really? For Law and Order. They filmed it. It was kind of like a Marty McFly uh, uh, situation where, like, that original actor was playing the character for a while, and they were like, "This we're just this isn't working," and they like scrapped it. And she has no future. It. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, interesting fact. You, you know, SVU alum could have been. Hey, could have had a much bigger career if she had stuck with Power <laughs> damn Rangers. It, yeah, damn it. I'm sure she's really kicking herself. Yeah. Damn um, it. Yeah. So the. The plot of this is that Trini gets killed by Robo Rita. A year passes, and they all go to Trini's grave on the anniversary of her death. And then uh, Robo Rita ambushes. That's a fucked up move. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty fucked she's up. Like, yeah, she was like, "Look at the little reunion here. You having a picnic or something?" I was like, "Fuck!" Like they are here on the one year anniversary of you killing this person. Like yeah. that is low. I mean, they did a they did a very creative thing where they all morph off screen, so that's why you don't see Amy Jo Johnson or uh, the to- Tommy actor. I know it's a three like Jason David something or, um, but yeah, Jason David Frank. Jason David Frank, and so they. They don't show them or the guy who plays J- the Red Ranger, Jason, the Red Ranger. Is that the name yeah. of the Red Ranger? So they they all morph off screen, so you don't have to see them. You can just use their voice likeness. They all get kidnapped and turned into figures. So it's just uh, Tommy and Zach who are left. Billy and Zach. Billy and Zach. Sorry. And um, then uh, I did think it was great when Rita like put the figure up and was like. These are amazing quality. Like you can buy them online at you know, <laughs> Saban.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um what it, so when um when uh when Zach or 
like transforms in the beginning and he says like Zach is back uh-huh. in black. Did you think that that was like kind of poking some fun at the fact that they like changed the black ranger and the yellow ranger because they didn't want the association with skin color like in the well, second was, season? Was that the reason? I believe so. Those are the two characters that they changed. They switched over to Aisha as the Yellow Ranger. Because the Yellow Ranger was an Adam. Asian woman in or a yes. young Asian girl black in the first black. season. And then the Black Ranger is Billy, black. Billy is a, uh, he loves the police, so he's blue. He backs the blue. He was, he was actually a Navi. <laughs> oh, okay. He's part Navi. <laughs> he's part Navi. Okay. And then, yeah, red for the fiery uh, passion of whatever race the Red Ranger is. And uh, yeah, and then green for, Tommy was Irish, right? Green Ranger, the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got drunk stuff? a lot. Yeah, he's uh, half le- yeah. leprechaun. Yeah. Half a leprechaun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so think that's the reason. I don't think they ever said it. I don't know if they should be saying this shit. <laughs> I don't know if they ever said it, but that's what I always assumed. And I know that was a big joke, even that back in the day, was that like a couple of the Rangers seemed to be associated with the actual like color. Weirdly, right. I, I think it's all random. I noticed they didn't care when uh, Tommy turned into the White Ranger. Uh, <laughs> I just gotta say, yeah, I actually don't see color, so I, all to me, all the Power Rangers look uh, like a rainbow of colors. I'm, legitim- I'm legitimately colorblind, so you're telling me these colors, and I have no idea. I can't differentiate them from the other. I yeah, I can't see colors, but also these colors don't run. So that's what I've got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so they recall the Rangers back to the back to the the tower and and yeah alpha's like alpha nine this is only a 55 minutes we've lost a half hour <laughs> yeah. of fighting here let me do a very quick transportation of the old rangers and so he calls in uh cat the australian pink ranger rocky the other red ranger just another white guy who replaced a different white guy and then they don't have enough aisha and adam are off planet and they won't get there for five days or something um, those were the replacement. Ooh, like we won't get there till right after the last battle. Sorry about that. <laughs> those were the replacement yellow and black Rangers for the second season. Um, yeah. And so they, they hatch a plan to get their friends back. They're going to fight Rita and then Trini's daughter, Min, who's been sort of, uh, being trained by Zach takes over the like yellow Ranger thing. They fight some putties. They go to the moon. They fight Rita. They fight Snizzard. <laughs> they fight Minotaur. Snip, snipping on some Snizzard. Snipping on some Snizzard. And oh, can I can I mention a line real quick since we're just jumping around? Yeah. When there's a point where like they realize like the Minotaur guy is tracking them when they're transformed, so they have to be kind of like go to a place, save people, untransform and teleport. They can't like they have to be careful. <laughs> yeah, but they see the putties and they go. Someone goes. Huh, like after like all these years or like 30 years, they still sound like a bunch of like turkeys. Uh huh. And they're like, yeah, let's carve them up. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty corny, but pretty funny. Uh, they are like, yeah. Even the putties breaking apart didn't look very good. I don't think it looked good in the well, original. They, they broke but, like, off. It, that was also a thing that happened off screen. Like they'd punch a putty and then it would fall off screen and like crumbling pieces would like fly on camera. <laughs> It's like those in in phone effects where like you can make explosions happening around you yeah. and stuff. Like it's kind of what some of that stuff looked like. It was weird to me also because at one point they take their flying blue car and drive it through a putty, and that putty turns into he's like, like liquefied. Yeah. yeah, he's like he turns into a mud where all the other ones turned into kind of like rocks. crumbled rocks. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. 
should have just like shattered the window as she drove through. The the thing that I thought was really weird, and maybe I'm, it's entirely possible I'm misremembering Power Rangers. Cars can't fly. But yeah, cars can fly. (laughs) I didn't buy it. Um, when they call up the Megazord to the moon, and they tell Zack and Cat and Rocky to take care of Minotaur. And we'll take care of Snizzard in the Megazord. I thought the whole thing was you needed all five Rangers to power the Megazord. That's they what did. I thought too. Did they I miss a line that was like, we can just yeah. power, do it ourselves, I guess. They, they did. They talked about it. It was uh, Alpha 5 and Billy had been developing. Alpha 9. Uh, Alpha 9. Well, Alpha 5 started and then and then died. And then Alpha 9 picked it up. Wow. Uh, they I they started. They started like trying to work on the different power coins and being able to uh, power because they like they lost a couple rangers, right? Mm-hmm. They, they lost uh, Trini and they lost Zordon and they lost all this stuff. So they're trying to find out a way to have like an auto drive. So they do have some explanation in there of why they were able to pilot it with less than the five um, power rangers. I just I, would I like, thought I like them all together. I I my assumption as a kid was that the reason why you had five is that like they were all powering different parts of the Zord. Like it wasn't that like they needed each of them to like give their energy to power it. It was that like they each sort of had a different function. So like when it's just mm. two of them, it'd be really funny if like the Zord was just like one leg and one arm moved, but like nothing yeah. else was, was operational. <laughs> just dragging itself across. <laughs> Hurry, run to that other console and turn the head. <laughs> Running over. Okay, got it. And then uh, 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 why uh, is this down hallways? Uh, uh, I know we were all one cockpit. <gasps> Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is a good game where you have to run around the cockpit and uh, pilot just one one spot at a time. Um, I, yeah, they did explain it a little bit. It it might not make total sense, but whatever. It's Power Rangers. It's Power Rangers, right? Also, like that was before the before AI existed. I think it's more believable now that you could have like the, the legs drive themselves. They're like, how uh, are we going to do this? And then Elon's like, let me help. Oh God! <laughs> oh boy. So that's one benefit of this movie. It didn't have Elon Musk in it at all. <laughs> he's the, all. Emerald, he he's the Emerald Ranger, right? From all the mines that his parents own. <laughs> uh, so they do defeat Robo Rita. She's trying to build a portal back in time to meet her younger self so they can go back and kill the kids before they can become <laughs> Rangers. Well, yeah, she's like, I'm going to give all my knowledge to my younger self so that she can like you know, beat you guys, but also we're just going to like kill your asses before you're even power Rangers. Like she's like, I'll go back really far into the crib and do it. <laughs> like Jesus, Rita. They beat her. Yeah, they pretty brutal this time. They thwart her plans. And then they all have a nice moment at the end where they're sort of reminiscing. Adam and Aisha arrive just in time to be like, Oh, that looked fun. <laughs> they get smoothies. The fastest anyone's ever made smoothies on earth. Uh, three smoothies come out like that. They mm. must have already been made. It's um, it's so funny also that like that that I I forget the name of the the place there the juice bar that they go to. But it I has, think it's called Juice Bar. It just has the, <laughs> the sign Juice Bar. Yeah, um, but it's also a gym. You weight lift right yeah. in front of the juice. You think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably like protein shakes and stuff, you know. But um, yeah, Ernie's Juice Bar has not changed at all since the eighties. It seems like mm-hmm. it was like already a throwback place and, and it's like completely unchanged. Maybe it was From a pop-up. One of those nostalgia, <laughs> like the say by the bell restaurant, whatever. Yeah. 
but like they comment in there like this this place hasn't changed a bit oh it's like we recreated a set huh. <laughs> um i gotta say maybe the most egregious part of this uh, yeah some form of zordon would have been cool i i assume in the actual current show that they mentioned he's lost to in space somewhere or something like that um but brian cranston cameo would have been nice um I'm shocked they didn't have Bulk and Skull. That's what I was thinking because they they sort Aren't of they teased, still like in the show. They sort of teased them because they showed like their pictures on a thing, and I thought like we were gonna see them as like the owners of like a sandwich shop or something. But like they're they're co presidents of the United <clears throat> States now. <laughs> well, Zach was a congressman, right? Didn't that he, was like, a weird line? Did that happen in the show too, or was this a move? Is this this thing only? She's like, That's, thanks for like stopping being a senator to take care of me. I, you know, like that. I'm sort of, I'm sort of lost on whether or not a lot of these things are like established canon, or if this was all like stuff they made up for this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I genuinely don't know if there is a current Power Ranger show like airing as we speak. I there don't know. I, I don't know if that if that show then also involves the canon of the previous Power Rangers. Sure. Like, I'm just completely out to sea of anything past like season two of the show. So like yeah. this, like I, you know, I'm not asking the, the, this movie to give you like a 30 minute recap of all the stuff that you've missed, but it does. I was a little bit like, am I like, did, did I, because I haven't checked in with power Rangers in 25 years. Am I supposed to know where Zordon is or like what happened to Zordon? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just like, or or is like or is the information that they give you, which is that he sacrificed himself, is that it? Like, is that all we're supposed to know, or should we have known something from a different series that happened maybe ten years ago, or five years ago, or fifteen years ago? Well, I went ahead and watched all 138 seasons. Oh, this is great, Max. Rangers, let us know. <laughs> Damn, you should have said this sooner. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I do know that like some of the Power Rangers have crossed over. I think the line that Billy says, where like, um, you know, he's meeting back up with somebody in space. I do think that he, he came back on and did a, a season or so of mm-hmm. being like a, a trainer of somebody kind of similar to what happened in this show, but yeah. in space, like power Rangers in space, maybe, or yeah. maybe the space defense for, I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. You, you don't know whether, whether they made it up, but it also doesn't really doesn't matter, matter too much. Doesn't matter. Just like throwaway stuff, anyways. Yeah. Uh, I did. I had fun seeing them back at it, mm-hmm. and like especially knowing some. There's some tragic stuff to the Power Rangers, the Green Ranger, and the Yellow Ranger passing away, and uh, like Billy actually left the set. I don't know if you guys knew this, but he like had a problem with a lot of the folks. Um like on the crew that were making it, uh, making fun of him for being gay. Well, I did, I did, I did like, I did kind of clock. There's a very specific like gay couple in this mm-hmm. that they really, I they don't make like a meal out of it, but it is like a thing where it's like, they very much like the only romantic anything you see in this movie is a gay couple. Mm-hmm. So it, I wonder if that was like a, Hey, we kind of know we fucked up a lot in the past. Yeah. And like, this is sort of like a, not like a make good to the Billy actor, but just sort of like we've grown, like we are showing that we're, we're well, sorry. I, we've I mean, to... I think Billy wrote it. So it was more like kind of a fuck you to the crew. Like, right. Hey, I, I'm running things now. It, yeah. Is how I took it, which was great. Great to see. Yeah. Um, And I, 
I don't know if this is totally true, but there was one I, I was reading comments and somebody mentioned a behind the scenes thing that they watched where it looked like the green or it sounded like the Green Ranger from off screen was calling him David and he was getting like really uh, upset by it. And so I don't I don't know if they I, I've seen them doing interviews together since then recently mm. and talking about, you know, uh, coming back to the show. So hopefully they were able to, you know, hopefully uh, made- Jason David Frank uh you know apologize and and, yeah and made good on it and they were able to like get beyond it but uh i don't know if that factored into to like green ranger not showing up in this movie here yeah but it was just i I enjoyed seeing some of the, the original rangers back and and just doing silly ass fucking uh goofy flips and i mean you could tell it definitely wasn't them doing all the action but uh they had some moves even when they were out of costume sure why don't they uh, use their guns more they all have like a side they all have a piece <laughs> yeah and i feel like they should probably shoot shoot the putties more instead of having to get and they, they established that like they don't need to be morphed to summon their guns like yeah to, like uh Billy like gets one from behind his back when he's like in civilian clothing. So yeah, there's you know. a lot that's not fully explained. Also, like they have the red Ranger and pink pink Ranger being drained of their morphin powers, but then they also give their coins to the other red and pink Ranger and mm-hmm. say, you know, you can use these powers. So I don't know how, where those powers are coming from if they're both, the same source of power. Well, he said sort of like, he was like, this is dangerous. I think uh, we Zordon warned us we can't, shouldn't use two coins to double powers up or something. And I was like, is there going to be consequences? No, no. not no. that I could tell. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you see them doing more of these? Uh, It feels like they really got the nostalgia of like, this is the first and second season kind of people and there's a little more extra for people that have watched stuff since then kind of sprinkled in. But this to me feels like a, a real one off. If they only had 55 minutes, that's all they could get out of, of this concept that I'm guessing this is a one off. But who knows? I Maybe they'll nostalgia knows no bounds. People really do just <laughs> go back to the trough for stuff like this. So who, maybe maybe so. But I just think they could have a lot a lot better. How cool I how cool would it have been to see someone in a Zord costume? punching it out with i to me i wonder snizzer lizard i do wonder if this was just such a let's see how this goes type of play that they put as little money into it as possible so it was just much cheaper Mm -hmm. to do like a crappy cgi uh megazord versus like putting somebody in a costume that like maybe if this does well then they can like be like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's worth investing a little more financially. Um, <clears throat> we can put somebody in the Megazord costume for the next one or something. Like, I I wonder if they were just like, look, we've got like a million bucks to put in this at most. Let's just see what we can do with the mill. And then like, if this does well, invest more. But because it's like, this is really like, we'll see what, let's test the waters a little bit. There's like, this is going to have to be bare bones. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm i not convinced if it was a hit that they would like put the right the or at least put the resources where they needed to be as far as like an actual costume for the Zord and better production values and effects and stuff. I, I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, any final thoughts before we head out? Uh, go, go power Rangers! still yeah. a great, great theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Still a great theme song. I'm <laughs> sorry. You, you threw me off. I, I can't think of anything else. I, it's, you know, still a good theme song, still a funny, awkward transformation scenes, you know, saber tiger and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, not for was, me. Uh, yeah, it seems like it wasn't a, a big hit with the two of you, but for me, it, it, tugged at the heartstrings a little bit and it was nice to see you know like the tribute that they did for for trini in it and Mm -hmm. uh it does seem like some of those actors were really close and had a lot of fun coming back and doing this and so i mean uh, like i had i had fun watching i had fun i had fun seeing those actors again like i'll say that like i this this show really did take up a lot of my childhood so like it was fun seeing those actors a little older maybe you know some of them not as good anymore but like i it was i i had fun seeing it so it was not wasn't to the standards that i like in a lot of things and i'm i don't even mean that as like a this wasn't a good movie and i'm really pissed like i think you can do nostalgia better than this but you know it was still fun to see all those actors again and i wouldn't be adverse to them doing more if this does well but we'll see sure anyways That'll do it for us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.